This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. You know, yesterday when we went to the studios, we learned a very important lesson. That that whole Pharaoh's palace, it took them six months to build just for a ten-minute set. So we learned from there the importance of hachana. Preparation is key. Sometimes you can prepare six months just for ten minutes. So we're going to have some time together with our, our friends, the Gemalim. But we have to be mechen and We have to prepare ourselves. What are camels? What do camels teach us? What do we learn from them? So we're going to have most of the hachana now, but we'll speak a little bit more, more about them when we get there. We know that Parshas Chayisara is called Parshas HaGemalim. We're all of a sudden, elsewhere in the, in the Torah, we speak about Shar, Chamar, Seh, Parim, Elim, but in Parshas so we talk about Gamalim. In fact, the barometer that Eliezer used to choose a wife for Yitzchak is he offered in his tefillah that the woman that says, not only I will give you to drink, but but I'll also, I will also give your camels to drink. That will be, that will show, that will prove that that will be the appropriate wife for Yitzchak. Why? Would the Gemalim be a Haychacha? Why would that be a proof that this would be the appropriate wife for Yitzchak Avinu? So the Kliyakar has a very beautiful exposition on, on this episode. Where the Kliyakar explains the Gemara in The Gemara says that Kol Kala That a woman whose eyes are beautiful Kol Gufa No further investigation is needed. And the Kliyakar asks... Well, there are many Nashim, they may have beautiful eyes, but they're lacking in every other area, and vice versa. Somebody can be very beautiful, even if their eyes are not exceptional. So Kriyakar says what that means is that the key way to know about a person's personality is if they have an eye in type of, if they have a good eye, if they have a generous spirit, if they're a goymel chasadim. Therefore, says the Kliyakar, maybe this is a type of a psychological insight, but the Kliyakar says that when somebody loves to do something, they will like anything associated with that idea. So someone who loves Gamilas Chasadim will love camels because they like Gamilas Chasadim so much that even though a camel has nothing to do with Gamilas Chasadim, but the word Gamal, its etymology is Ligamal, Chesed, they will love camels. And therefore, the fat Eliezer is saying, the woman that says, not only will I give you to drink, but I'll give your gimalim, this shows the woman loves gimilos chesed so much that not only does she want to do chesed, she likes to say gimalim. She likes the sound of the word gamal. She, she likes the way it flows off of the tongue. That would be a proof that this would be an appropriate wife for Rivka. What's interesting is the Kliyakar in Parshat Shmini when he talks about gemalim, does anybody know we have four animals in the Torah that only have one kosher symbol? Yeah? We have, we have four animals in the Torah, the shafan, the arnerves, the gamal, and the chazir. The gamal, the gamal chews its cud, but does not have split hooves. Which nationality is compared to a gamal? Anybody know? Which malchus is compared to the gamal? Bavel, Bavel. And the Kliyakar says that actually 
the fact that the Gamal has only one simon of Kashros, but on the other hand does not have split hoofs, that shows that Bavel is somewhat hypocritical. It shows that they're an admixture of Toy Vera. It shows that their Toy is not Shalev. So it's actually, it's a simon of, uh, of Tumah. Kriyakar basically says an idea that if you're going to be a Russia, then be a Russia. But don't be a hypocrite. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't display signs of Tahara and signs of Tumah. And therefore the Gamal, in a certain sense, represents the epitome of evil. So for those of you who like camels, you'll go with the Kliyakar in Chayisara. That camel stand, sounds like Gamilos Chesed. And the fact that you ride it, you're going to say, that shows I am a wonderful person. That shows I have an exceptional character. And the fact that I chose the Sahara Desert to go on vacation, that means I should get good Shidduchim. On the other hand, if you don't like Mils Chasadim, you're going with the Kliyakar and Parshas Shmini, who says the camel represents Tomah, Bavel, and so forth. Now, please raise your hand if you've ever seen a camel in a dream. Any of you see a camel in a dream? Does that include the cigarette? The Gemara, what? The cigarette also? Yeah, cigarettes count. <laughs> the Gemara says in Brachos, Adaf Medvavam Adbeis, Haraya Gama B'chaloim, Misa Niknasa Boy, V'Hitzihu Menashamayim. You are saved, one was saved from Misa, if they see a camel in a dream. You know what the proof is? You're going to like this one. V'Hanoichi Eirei Nimcha Metzraima, Ba'anoichi alcha gamala. 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 The Gemara Darshan says gamal. Gamal sounds like gamala, the Rebbein saving a person from Misa. Now, this is a tough one. But the Mikubalim say that someone who commits adultery will come back in this world as a camel. So if you want to know who are these camels out here in the Sahara Desert, okay, just for the purpose of identification, it's important to know who they were in a previous Gilgal. Now, one last thing, and I'm going to share with you the the real whopper when we get to the, to the desert. In Parakshira, we talk about the sound of the camel, because you're probably wondering, the camel's going to snort, it's going to growl, it's going to make all kinds of noises. What's the camel saying? He's saying, get off of me. No. He's saying, Hashem mimaroim yishag, umimaroim kodsho yitain koiloi shoag yishag al naveyo. The camel mourns the Khurban beis hamikdash. So as for Chaim Kirievsky, how is the camel symbolic of mourning over the beis hamikdash? I don't think most of you thought that when the camel growls and snares and drips all kinds of rearim. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's better that way. That the camel is mourning for the base Hamikdash. Says Reb Chaim Kinevsky. And what? Reb Chaim Kinevsky says the camel is different than any other animal. All other animals, when they want to injure, when they want to attack, they just do it. Not so the camel. Before the camel kicks, the camel is soyek. He growls. He makes a loud noise. Why? He warns you. So too with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. The Yibam sent Nevi'im, Yeshaya, Yermia, Hashkei Baharev, Kemoi Gamal, 
Hashem warned us. He sent the Nevi'im to let us know that there was an impending Chorben if we don't improve our ways. So the camel reminds us of Chorben Beis HaMikdash. So when you see the camel, you can think of the Kliyakar and Parshas Chayisara. It represents Kamilos Chasadim. You can think of the Kliyakar and Parshas Shemini. It represents Tuma Vitara mixed together. You can think about the Shla Kadosh. That's Haba Aleishasish, Nisgalgel Begamal. You can think about what it says in Parak Shira. Gamal Oimer, Hashem Mimaraim Yishag, Umemaim Kacha Yitain Kailai. And you can think about the Gemara, the Sakhtabrachais, Adaf Nun Vav, that tells us that somebody who sees a camel in their dream, Misa Niknasabai, I don't know if you're going to have enough time on the camel to have all of these machshavos, so take, you'll listen to the clip later, and you could buy a souvenir, a magnet, a keychain, and every time you see the camel, you can hazard over this year. Right? Rei Maisa Veniskar Halacha. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.